You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Things that I don't like. And folks, you know it when Elisa does not like something. Welcome to Geekiest Show Ever, episode 233. And yes, they've decided that leaving us alone for two or three weeks is not a good thing. So, uh, unfortunately, it's not feeling well. Uh, I'm sober this week. And Elisa's back. So that's, well, that's relative, you being sober, but okay. Uh, my relatives aren't sober. Oh, wait, okay. <laughs> so, and that, what does that make me, just nuts? Grab them. I don't know. The, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, yes, folks, they're back grabbing himself. So You leave us unsupervised people, and this is what happens. Not, so we not, have... the, not the love goo. No, 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 no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> We may have to do something with the love goo one of these days. <laughs> oh, not, dear. Not from me. <laughs> yeah. not no, from I mean, me. like, stop it, maybe, perhaps. That's that good hurt. for a laugh. <laughs> you don't want to get backed up. Anyway. Um... <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, I can uh, see Melissa on the other side just cracking up. <laughs> she's, she's, oh, she'd yeah. be having some trace comments. We'll just have to see when she listens to the podcast what comments we get back from her. Yes. Well, we're going to start out this week with a uh, uh, an anniversary. Because, Thank you. Because oh, it because <laughs> okay. it excites Elisa so much. Today, as we record it, the uh, twenty what the hell is it? The twenty third of October is the right. it's the fifteenth. As and as as we are recording, people, I'm missing the season premiere of The Walking Dead. The what? <laughs> and like I say, I call it Monday. Now, it's not that I'm a huge fan because it's got, you know, over the years, it's been great, it's been blah, but it left such a cliffhanger at the end of last season that I have to watch this immediately as soon as we're done recording because I'm so afraid of being spoiled. I'm afraid of turning on Good Morning America this tomorrow morning and have them say, did you see last night that all those zombies got blown up? And I'll be going, no. So, I'll tell you what. It's a big deal. When I get up tomorrow morning, I'll call you so you can get up before Good Morning America comes on and okay. watch it then. We can do uh, that. Actually, that. Actually, my son, my one, two of my kids watch it. My other son started watching it. And every now and then I'd get a text from him, random text. Oh, my God, I can't believe that this character was killed off. Oh, my God, I can't believe that this character wasn't killed off. Did you see that scene where this this happened? And yesterday he saw the season finale of last of last season. And then he said, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, don't you dare text me tomorrow night during the show <laughs> because I'm recording. <laughs> I will hurt you. <laughs> don't you dare. Is this the one that lives here in Virginia? You'll drive yes. to? Okay. Yes, I will hurt you. <laughs> oh, poor man. <laughs> Threat of violence from your mother is never good. Yes. So that's what I'll be doing if I can keep my eyes open. Be like Bill Cosby. I brought you in this world. I can take you out. Make oh, another yeah. one look just like you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, not to bring up that. But yes, today is the 15th anniversary of the original iPod. It excited Lisa so much, Mike and I thought we were going to have to go restrain her. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I have the second gen. It cost me $500, and it was 20 gigs, I think, Firewire, and it still works. Every every now and then I plug it in and it charges and I can still listen to music with it. Well, I have my whole pile of iPods here that Dorothy <laughs> sent me. Um, the oldest one being, 
What is this green one here? Is this a your destined collapse under the weight of them all? No, I don't. That's all the flash drives. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that? That's like that's, that's what mine looks like, except white. Yeah. Okay. So this this is the oldest one I have. Uh, God bless you, Dorothy, for sending these to me. These are these are a prized uh, a very prized memento that I will have now. And this is the first one I got. It was a fourth gen. I was a little late to the uh, the game on this. And this is a, it's like a 32 gig. Yep, iPod yeah, Touch. I have one of uh, those too, the first gen. Uh, mine's fourth, uh, 32 gig, I think it is. And it's still, um, you don't dare leave the screen on too long because the battery dies pretty quickly. But if you plug it in, it'll still work. I just don't know what to do with the poor thing. Well, now, my first one was a fifth gen 30 gig was the first iPod I ever had. And I still use it every day. It's plugged into my uh, uh, iHome radio. And that's what I listen to to go to sleep and wake up is when I'm listening to stuff on it. And then um, now I have a 60 gig of the same variety. And I have all these others. I have the Dorothy sent me, the Nanos, and the Shuffle. Or not Shuffle. I have a Shuffle. I have, Actually, I have two or three Shuffles. Oh, I have two. Do you have the video? I have the video. Yeah, yeah. That's what Classic this, video. And yes. I think... I think I still have on there a whole bunch of old screencasts online that I really should delete because they're just, yeah, again, I think I have a white one. Yeah, this is, I have now, thanks to Dorothy, I have the black 60 and I have a black 30 upstairs. So, I can't remember if it's 60 that I have, but I just remember bringing my husband to the Apple store because I, I just have to go up to him and say, this is the one I want. This is the color. This is the size. <laughs> Where husbands are like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very specific. So I had to go, oh, for me? Don't How did you it. know? Well, I, I mean, I did the same thing with the 30 gig that I have. And then with the, I have a two first gen iPod touches. They're both uh, 16. Although the digitizer on one of them is going bad, it doesn't, can't always work the screen. And when it starts to get warm, in one corner, it just, or one, actually almost one side of the screen just doesn't work. But I don't care. I just use it occasionally. So, yes, my, my, I guess they're all technically iOS devices now. But the thing is, they still work. Yeah. That's just how wonderful the Apple products are. Is that, oh gosh, when did it, so you said 15, so that's 2001 it came out. So I must have got mine in maybe 2003, possibly. Maybe. 2002 or 2003 and granted like i said it's not something i use every single day but you know once or twice a year i plug it in and if i wanted to i could still i can't i can't sync it anymore because oh, fire fire wire, yeah but at least the songs that are on there i could still listen to if i want yeah i have now see all the ones i have are all uh usb yeah they're all usb so i'm good there but um yeah, they're all USB. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking down here to look at the connectors. <laughs> on them. So I glance under my mic and over my pop filter and everything, and I'm spitting on myself here too. Anyway, so I did want to bring that up that uh, we are we are there, and it's it's a nice anniversary to celebrate for the Mac aficionados. Ah, see, I used a big word too. Ooh, um, uh, <laughs> ooh ah, pretty. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't about you, Mike. The uh, <laughs> bummer. That was Mark. Yeah. Oh no! Now the mankini flashed into my mind. Oh, out, no. out! 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 You have out. no idea how many I saw on the cruise. You yeah, have my sympathy. No idea. Uh, 
I still will never forget the first one I saw in real life. We were at Myrtle Beach. My wife and I were sitting there on a beach. We'd have been married maybe two or three years. So this was like maybe 1990, maybe 1991, somewhere around there. We're sitting there on the beach in our sand chairs, just talking and enjoying the surf, you know. And here comes this guy at that time, I would have guessed, late 40s. He had on a white one. Oh, gee. So it got wet. And you know what happens. <laughs> and he comes strolling out. He had the gold chains on. And he big, burly, hairy guy. And and my wife looked at me and says, I don't know what he's very proud of. Because that sure ain't nothing to be proud of. <laughs> and all well, I was thinking of was George Costanza. George, shrinkage. <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> and I well, think that was even before that episode aired. So. Well, and I'm thinking way back, even further than that, David Nivens at the uh, Oscars one year when streaking was a th- fad. Oh, right, right. Yeah, and some guy went streaking through the Oscars, and he just kind of deadpanned and looked at him and said, some people don't have any problems showing off their shortcomings. Right. <laughs> I do remember. I've seen that video. Yeah. Yep. So, But before we get too far afield, after the anniversary thing, we need to do the weather. And I have uh, Melissa's abbreviated weather cor- forecast. It's freaking hot. <laughs> so we have Melissa's forecast. We Isn't it the same as last week's? Um, no, that was fucking hot last week. It's gone down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that, we, we've improved some. But, Elisa, since you haven't been here, let's have your forecast because I thought it was lovely. Well, let's just say the electric blanket is on the bed and plugged in. Why? It is. It poured all day yesterday, just nonstop rain. It's 48 degrees right now, and it's going to be in the 40s all week. (sighs) All week. We might get a little bit of rain overnight, but no big deal. But, yep, the high tomorrow is going to be 48. That sounds glorious. Yeah. As opposed to when I was cruising when I told you that my sweat was sweating. Yeah. (laughs) It was so hot. (laughs) Yes, your sweat your sweat had sweated on its sweat. Oh, it did. It was so hot and humid. So, yeah, no, that's quite a bit of a change. Mm-hmm. So. And our forecast looks like it's going to be in the 50s most of the week, maybe a chance of rain on Tuesday, which wouldn't be terrible. It just it would be nice to have a little rain. In South Dakota, we don't there, you know, ask for it not to rain. It might listen to us uh, for a long period of time. But otherwise, yeah, it's kind of Kevin weather here, 50s. Um, <clears throat> looks like uh, Thursday and Friday, maybe hopefully up to the 60s. Uh, we have a few outdoor things to do outside, and I just wanted a little bit warmer, dealing with water and stuff. Nobody likes it too cool when you're having to – you may potentially get wet. That just makes it kind of – oh, and before we – about an hour before we were pod, uh, went to podcast, my wife uh, yelled at me that, it's just cool enough here that she had the little electric heater going upstairs in the uh, living room. It looks like a little fake fireplace thing because we don't really want to start up the furnace and heat up the whole house, but we want a little heat upstairs. And so for the first time in oh, several years, we blew a fuse, and so I had to hunt around and find one. Which So now i got to leave myself a reminder to stop at the hardware store and get some more replacements because we don't have uh, breakers in this house. We have fuses, so we have to keep a few on hand. So. That was my peril of the uh, weather today. Uh, you know, this past Tuesday, it was 84. I had windows open. I was wearing shorts and sandals. It was beautiful. 
Yeah, we were up to, we got up to like 87 Tuesday and Wednesday. I had the AC going so hard. I had, had the ceiling fans that uh, set it about 4,000 revolutions a second. <laughs> Just try to cool, cool Isn't that things. takeoff speed or something? It was. That was to let more air in. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, it was, it was freaking hot. But yeah, see, we're... Now, yesterday was gorgeous. It was nice and breezy. About We had about 30-mile-an-hour winds. That was and, today. Yeah, yours came was, up. Yeah, and it was in the 50s. So I was, like, riding around with the windows down in my short sleeves and enjoying the weather yesterday. Mm. You know, other people had on their parkas and a bunch I, of wussies. Uh, but, yeah, we're. I mean, we're going to be in the mid to upper 50s this week. So, but at least at night it's going to cool down. You know, in the low forties. We actually had frost the week before last, so which was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we've had frost because my my kids cheer for frost because uh, they have allergies, and so yeah, they want all the plants to just die, and I want the freaking <laughs> flies to die. And if I look like I'm having a seizure down here, it's not. There's a fly stalking me down here, and he flies into my face. So if I sit there and twitch. I'm just trying to get away from the little bugger. I hadn't noticed anything different in your behavior, Mike. This worries me. But anyway. Well, if it worse comes to worse, just throw some love goo at him. No, I don't want him to multiply. <laughs> I want them to go away. Oh, me. And there you go. So I have to also follow up with something else that's just going to make uh, Mark and Tim chat and go nuts. I've been on a retro gaming tear for the last two weeks, and I decided to make it a third week. So, two, three weeks ago, I bought a Game Boy Advanced. Last weekend, right? I bought a Game Boy Advance. Or week before, I bought another Game Boy Advance. I posted pictures of those. Well, this past week, I went back and bought a GameCube. So this is circa 2001. It's a Nintendo GameCube. It was their first system that ever used a disc. Um, and I bought it just because there was one game that my son really wanted to play, Luigi's Mansion, which is a cool game. Um, and now, by the end of the week, we now have about six <laughs> um, uh, GameCube games, and we've got an extra controller. So, yeah, now we have a GameCube. So we have... GameCube, we have the Atari Retro, we have the Game Boy Advance, we have Game Boy Color, Game Boy SP, you know, we've got a few retro titles around here. Just a few. So, but, Yeah, well, you're a little bit retro too, but um, <laughs> uh, that, that this one I guess I'm not familiar with. Um, I didn't have, it, this looks like what, one of them, one amongst the first Consoles. Well, you had the Nintendo. This was after the N sixty four. Okay. And before that, you had the Super Nintendo or the SNES, and then you had okay. the NES. Okay. So this, the Game Boy came, or the Q. God, now I'm screwed up. The GameCube came out in amongst the original Xbox um, and PlayStation. It was okay. all around generally, <laughs> and I know Tim's yelling at the, the <laughs> device. It generally about the same time. Um, but the device, it was only with one controller, power supply and everything, 39 or $49. Okay. It's not bad. And the graphics are, I mean, it's got some, uh, this is like, you can play Call of Duty, the original Call of Duty on it, and, you know, games of that era. I mean, the graphics aren't spectacular, but they're not bad at all, actually. They're a little polygonish. Sure. 
Well, I'm I'm googling this and I'm seeing a looks like a built-in LCD screen on there. No, no, this is the GameCube, Nintendo GameCube. Uh, oh, maybe I googled the wrong one. Uh, he's thinking about his goo, and he googled. So. Oh no, no. I'm not always. You guys seem more hung up on my goo than anybody else does. <laughs> Somebody okay. has to. There we go. Nintendo game. Okay, I'm still coming up with that. Well, the, it. You guys just. This is why I don't look at these clowns. <laughs> I never look at them when I talk. It just throws me off. They're just losing <laughs> over them. Melissa's dying listening to her phone right now. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm back, uh, folks. I apologize. Melissa, Just, take a breath. Take a breath. Yeah. Breathe, please. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, like I said, I'm ignoring you guys right now. Because um, well, some of these I was looking at, maybe they're something that's been modded, but uh, it looked like there was a little flip-up uh, screen. There's a flip-up door to put the disc in. Okay. But... Uh, um, uh, like I said, I'm just here, so maybe this was something somebody modded. But yeah, most of uh, a lot of them I see here are like purple or whatever. With a uh, yeah, I can see the little lid uh, where you'd flip it up to put the uh, the uh, disc in there. But yeah, I um, and then I had to go out. We wanted we were playing the game, and my son wanted to save his uh, progress, and I said, "Oh, you need a memory thing for it." And I was looking, and uh, they kind of look like compact flash cards. Uh, but I had to go grab one of those. So, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's actually even the one I have. That's the same color I have, Melissa. Or uh, yeah, Lisa. Sorry, <laughs> you two look so much like. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Both have dark hair. Both yes. beautiful. Yes. There you go. Yes. Extremely beautiful. And mo- both of you still have more taste than we do. And I have the pleasure that I've met both of you in person. Mm-hmm. Both of them, yes. Someday, yeah. maybe next year, maybe Chicago. We'll see. Or I'm I might hoping. Just, or I might I'm... just show up at your front door one day, Mike. Okay, that'd be fine. You better hope I'm home. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll come to. Excuse me, love goo. <laughs> I was gonna say, make sure there's no love goo involved. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> this is the gift that just keeps on giving. Oh dear God! <laughs> I figured that set you two off. Now I'm just throwing gas on the fire. <laughs> um, uh, poor Lisa's had to cover her face. <laughs> I hope this doesn't put her into an asthma attack or something like that. Uh, if, if we if we kill Melissa, I'm going to feel bad about this. Oh, me. Anyway, okay. But it, uh, what the hell? Oh, the gaming system. I didn't lost her <laughs> out there. Wow. Okay. So, but yes, yeah, but yes, yeah, yeah, focus. Grasshopper focus. Uh, but yeah, though, this is pretty cool. I do think this will be my last retro gaming system for, oh, probably at least a month. I'm thinking I'm, I'm good for about a month or so because <laughs> we'll have to buy more games for it. We'll have to, you know, maybe get another controller for it. I got another handheld or another, uh, I always want to say joystick because that's what they were when I was a kid. Controller, I guess, for lack of a better term. I did get another controller for it. So, And everybody seems to be pretty happy. The only person that's not really happy is my wife because it's on the same TV that has the DVR on it. So it's hard for her to get to watch the DVR stuff because the kids are playing on the GameCube. Uh-huh. So I might have to move it someplace else. <laughs> well, yeah, that's got composite outputs, right? 
Yeah, both my high def televisions do have composite and uh, component inputs. I mean, you can run composite into component. So yeah, but uh, this is really cool. It's and it is the purpley blue color. I forget what they call it. Um, indigo. Indigo. Yes, uh, that's what they call it. It's just really cool. My next thing I do want to acquire, as far as Nintendo stuff goes, is I want to find a nice N sixty four. But I'm looking for a couple of certain different colors that they had out. There were a lot of colors of them. I mean, I'd take a black one and go up and be happy with it. But um, I wouldn't mind finding a nice N64 in orange or green. Kind of like the uh, early iMac colors they had out there. Remember those, what they call it, tangerine? and Remember those uh, early iMacs? Yeah, but yeah. I don't remember the game, or the Nintendos. Because my kids had the 32 and the 64, and I think they were just like that grayish top color yeah if you if you google the n64s there are there were special editions of them that came out in multiple colors some of them are international versions some of them were limited editions um but that's that's the next one i'd like to again an n64 in black i'd be happy to have and play all day long but the uh i'd love to find one in that tangerine orange whatever the hell color you want to call it i was talking to my neighbor uh my good friend and uh, he said we were telling him about this he said oh yeah he said i still play my n64 he, his daughters were home from college he said we sat down and played uh super mario Kart on, on oh the there N64. it is fire said, orange it's almost like it's um translucent transparent yeah yeah and there's a green one too a real like lime green color uh let's see it said Standard NEN64 is dark gray, nearly black. Controller is light gray. Yep. Oh, they came in yellow, blue, red, gold, and green. Yeah. The gold are, I think. Oh, no, no. Those were for games. Oh. Most Um, of our cartridges. Yeah, the cartridges are gray in color. Some have colored cartridges. 14 games have black, and other colors, such as yellow, blue, red, gold, and green, were used for six or fewer games. It doesn't tell you exactly... This is Wikipedia. Yeah. It doesn't say exactly what colors well, the I've N64 got, are, except for Atomic Purple. Uh, I pulled up a, I hope this is right, I pulled up an image here. And they've got black, and then they got jungle, ice, smoke, fire, gold, grape, and watermelon. I think watermelon, that was kind of a reddish color, if I remember right. Right. Jungle was kind of green, grape, you know. Gold, kind of self-explanatory. Smoke is kind of, looks like a translucent gray or something like that. You can kind of, looks like you can maybe see the guts on the inside of it. Yeah, yeah. The the, the special colors are mostly vis- uh, uh, are mostly see-through. But, you know, again, to play one, the, the, the original standard color is fine. Um, but to get another one that's, uh, you know, one of the fancy colors just to have to sit around and look at. Because I need more shit just sitting around the house, um, is is what I'm looking for. So we'll see. And then there's all kinds of special editions that were international special editions, and and you know just different things like that. So yeah, I've got a new uh, I don't know what the hell you call it a new problem. <laughs> fascination, maybe. Let's go with fascination. I'm doing it partly just to piss Mark off, but you know what can I say? <laughs> That's just the way it goes, but yeah. So, folks, yeah, I'm I'm going down the retro retro rat hole, we'll call it, and uh, we'll see how that goes. 
uh, for for my wallet anyway. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> like I say, my fascination with tablets has leveled off. Although, I'm you know we were talking last week. I'm still thinking about you know getting something to put Linux on, but we'll we'll see what happens there. But for right now, my my tablet addiction is you know I, I haven't bought a new tablet lately, but you need I have a what Kindle Fire is what you need. I got a Kindle Fire. No, one of the color ones, like oh, I have yes. the thirty nine or forty nine dollar ones. That's fine. I don't need that anymore. Yes, but, but what I did buy this week though was a new phone. Ah, da da. Yeah. So I got the the uh, uh, Moto G four that uh, Kevin was telling me about from Amazon. So I just broke down and bought that, and so um, I got it Wednesday, and then I had to get a SIM card from Straight Talk to put in here because my iPhone didn't have that. So I had to get that. And so I, Wednesday I sat down with Wi-Fi and started installing apps on it and trying to get things set up. And then Thursday I got the uh, um, SIM card, put that in, put a few other things. I had to transfer my uh, Google Authenticator over from one phone to the other. Um, and it wasn't too hard. You just have to go to the website and do that. And let's see what else... Um, I had a few other things. Well, I had to transfer over my app for my uh, my uh, automatic, my little doodad that I put in my car to keep track of things. So I had to transfer some of that stuff over. But so far, why do I have an Android Wear thing here? Where'd that one come from? Um, I'll have to look something ended up there. I didn't realize I put there. But so I've been you know getting that stuff kind of figured out and uh, on there. And so far. I like. I mean, I've only had at work. I've only had one full day. That was Friday, and so I had it charged up when I left. And I'm listening to podcasts, uh, audio books, some music, whatever. So I'm listening to it quite a bit. And so I left for work at about uh, about a quarter after five. And when I got home at about two o'clock or a little after, I was down to about thirty percent, which. I don't know, like I say, listening to all. And then, of course, I'm sitting there <clears throat> when I take my breaks or whatever. I'm looking at Facebook. and So I used it a fair amount because, you know, it's still a new gadget yet. So I figure to go that long and be down to 30% isn't too bad. Did you uh, get the G4 Play or the G4 itself? The G4. To the 149 or $79 Se- $79. I got the 32 gig. And then I got a 128 gigabyte card and stuck in there. And then I told it to treat it like to basically merge it in to the unified be- storage. Unified storage, yeah. So I should hopefully, by theory, have a hundred and was that um, sixty-four gigs of uh, memory? I think. Yeah. 32. Yeah. So I should have uh, you know a fair amount. So I've been loading it up with uh, um, trying to get music on there, and I and, you know for me this wasn't makes a sense because my even though I had the iPhone, I was listening to Amazon Music because I got a Prime account. You can download music from them. Uh, it's already paid for. Um, so um, I've been listening to that, uh, using uh, Amazon Music. But rarely ever use iTunes for anything except you know looking for an app or something like that. Um, I'm already in the Amazon camp when it comes to video and everything else. And this is an Amazon phone, so it's got their ads on there. And it's not too bad when you um, wake it up. Well, there's a little ad here. So when you wake it up, there's a little ad on the bottom. 
and it's not too intrusive. And then there may be one or two, but it's not like it's, you know, pounding you in the face. It's not terrible. And so I don't think, you know, to save 50 bucks on the phone, I don't think that was too... Uh, too terrible a thing to uh, to do, and you know, one hundred and seventy nine dollars, and it's a nice five point five inch phone. Um, they say the storage is pretty good. Um, I'm still haven't you know done a. It's faster than my iPhone five, but you know that's also about three and a half years difference in age too. Um, you know, any of the newer processors are going to be a little bit better than that one was. So that's not exactly a fair comparison, but, you know, it's speedier to me. Now, if I was to compare it to a, you know, a iPhone 7, maybe it wouldn't be as good. But, it you know, if it makes me happy, I really don't care how it compares to other phones as long as I'm not sitting there swearing at it because it's taking so long to do something. And this is the first phone that has where it's available. I don't think it's available here, but when we go to... Watertown, which is about 30 miles away. We have LTE there. I don't have it here. Um, so I am able to use the faster... Um, data phone, speeds. Data speeds, yeah. For, and like I say, so far I really haven't done much that warrants it. But uh, like I say, so a couple days in, um, I'm liking it so far. Uh, it is bigger, but it does fit in my little uh, pouch or my uh, saddlebag that I wear around all the time. I have... I bought a... Uh, a case to put on it. I'm holding up for these guys, but it's the, the book style that flips open. That one will barely fit into my pouch, but it's a little hard to pull in and out. So I may have to explore and find a little bit thinner case of some sort to put on there. Well, that's cool. I'm, you can let me know how well you like that because mm -hmm. I know I kind of talked to you or, or brought it to your attention. Yeah. That it existed. Well, and, and I was looking anyway, so don't feel too bad. No, I, I feel no, no shame at all. Um, <laughs> so there's always that. But um, I'm always curious to get your impression because, like I said, at some point here I'm going to need to replace either one or both of my phones that I carry. And potentially they could both be iPhones. One could be an Android phone, one an iPhone. One of them's always going to be an iPhone for, for uh, one reason, and I'm not going to go into that right now, but... One will always be an iPhone for the near future. The other one can go either way. So uh, I'll be curious to see, but mm. I don't know. I just, it seemed like a good deal. And yeah, I, I live on the Amazon crack myself. You know, I, I occasionally right. sniff the Amazon glue, as they might say. Um, so I'll be curious to say you go, because that's one I have considered, especially right. at the price point and performance of the phone. Uh, it's nothing fancy to look at, but it's a good, solid phone from everything I can see and, and tell about it. So well, it looks pretty good to me. And besides the, you know, the Amazon, uh, I also do a lot of stuff in Google. I mean, I've got my Google Calendar. I do a lot of things there. Um, and it, and the thing is, I can talk to you know uh, Google, and it understands me. Siri has hearing problems or something it's butchered more than a few things and i haven't really taken the time to start dictating a lot maybe this one will screw it up too but even on my tablet when i was uh talking into it uh to have it look things up most of the time unless it was some real tongue twistery sort of weird thing that i was looking up for some game most of the time it understood what i was uh looking for and a lot of it would be you could see that it, working its magic there is yours so it's um uh, 
looking for things and it you know we'll look in context of things so when i do a search like if i'm looking for looking up something in the borderlands game that i'm playing i'll say borderlands 2 and then whatever i'm looking up so it knows what context to look in because if i was just saying some of those things it might not understand completely what i'm looking for i might not look up the right thing uh so i'm sure it's you know doing context but that's still better than what siri has done siri's just kind of left me frustrated more than a few times uh even um we were driving to Watertown, and so we were just experimenting a little bit. So I'm just sitting there, and I said, let's see what happens here now. I said, okay, Google. Um, I didn't Everybody's wake up. things just went off. Yeah, I'm sure. I think my tablet just did. But uh, so then I said, told it to um, – I hear it went blink. Okay. Anyway, I told it to uh, send a, a text to my wife, and, and I dictated the text and sent it. And so that was all hands-free, and that worked pretty slick. Uh, had it mounted on the little cradle in the car there. So that worked pretty good. Um, and I know, Kevin, you said you were using it uh, that different ways. And um, and like I say, this was all completely hands-free. I was able, I had it plugged in. I think, uh, I don't know if it'll work when it's on strictly battery, but I know when it's plugged in, you say the magic words. Um, and it'll, you know, light up and then it'll listen to what you have to say. So, um, and I, just and I don't know. Maybe I wasn't using Siri the right way, or using it correctly, or hard enough. Um, but I just never quite warmed up to it. Like, and I know there are people that use it and make good use of it, but I just couldn't get it um, can, uh, consistently do or understand what I was saying. Well, now I've had that trouble. Like I said last week or the week before. When iOS 9 first came out, Siri lost its brains with me and didn't work right. And then it, after a while, it got better. And now that iOS 10 is out, Siri's like, oh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about now. So it's like, oh, come on, really? Please? Yeah, and it'll and where it'll probably I'll probably use it more is I like uh, to uh, dictate little uh, reminders and uh, for me when I'm at work. So, uh, and I'll have to see how it works with my headset, but hopefully I can just push the button or remember what the right combination for the button is and be able to dictate messages into there and have it do it so that, because there's lots of times that, uh, you know, if I had to pull my phone out and dictate something into it or even to type something into it, I might not do it. But if I just hit the button and say something quick and then go back later and, you know, find it and, do whatever with it that uh, i would do do that more Which would be more likely to do things that way um rather than otherwise i will go i'll remember that later and oh, like hell i will um so i just need something where i can make quick notes and come back to it later well now the only drawback i can say to that is that since you're on android iMessage won't work for you on your phone i know yeah it'll be text messages so yeah you won't be able to iMessage me anymore kevin Yes, I won't be able to send you those lovely pictures that you enjoy so much. Uh, well, you can still send them to me. It just won't be on iMessage. <laughs> and I and that and then I got to thinking about later. Did they ever get that glitch figured out when you switch from iMessage to Android? There was something that it wouldn't let the messages through. Oh, uh, what the only way I fix? I've had friends that bounced back and forth. Right, because um, I had one friend that was Android, then she was iPhone. Now she's back to Android, or she back to I don't know. Linda, if you're listening, please tell me what the hell you're on. Uh, 
But uh, there was uh, the only way I found to clear it up. I had it with another friend recently that switched from an iPhone to an Android phone. I just deleted them. I mean, there was nothing in any of the messages I really wanted anyway. So I just deleted them. Uh, I swiped through iMessage and wiped out, you know, any conversations that I had. And then when I went to text message them the next time, boom, it went fine. Well, I thought there was something for the person that switches the phone. Yeah. That... They're supposed to sign out of iMessage or iCloud or something. Yeah, okay. there's, there's something we um because I just sent you two test messages, and I'm sure you didn't get them on either uh, either on your phone at all. No, no, no. I wonder since I don't have text anymore. If I bring up messages on the computer, uh, now they came through on the computer. Okay, so you got them there. I got them there, but and you were using my telephone number. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them went to your iCloud account. The other one went to your telephone number. Okay. Yeah. And I have no messages here. Yeah. Is your but your is your telephone number the same as what it was on your yep. iPhone? Yep. Did you sign out of iMessages from your phone? No, I have. That could be it. You yeah. might have so, to sign out of iMessage out of your phone. In order okay. to get the message on your Android phone, I'll probably have to because uh, I kind of let the battery die here. I'll have to plug <laughs> this in and try because I still got the phone yet. Um, but yeah, so I go into iMessage and sign out. Now is that going to keep me from getting them on the computer too? Then I s- hmm, how is that going to work? I don't know. Um, you may have crossed the streams. I'm sure if you looked on Apple support. Sure. All, you know, I'm wondering if all you have to do is go into settings messages. I don't know if you can see this here. Right. Where it's and just turn that off. Maybe okay. right there. And then turn further up. And the further up it says text forwarding. So I don't know. Okay. I don't want to screw around with it, but I don't know what would no, happen. No. If text forwarding would turn off automatically if iMessage is off, and if text forwarding is off, then you're not going to get it on your computer. Right. I think. Probably so. I'll have to grab my wife's phone and my old iPhone and my new phone here and just sit down and try texting myself. Um, that sounds so lonely and pathetic. <laughs> but he does have to... his love goo. Yeah, that's uh, right. You brought it back. I was going to try to avoid that, but not. We swerved right back into it. But anyway. Let your love go. Whatever that song is. Roller coaster of love. There you go, goo. <laughs> well, now I'm just thinking of Mark Knopfler, uh, uh, Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love, yeah. There you go. I know that name. I don't know the song. Dire Straits. Dire Straits. Still know the name, don't know the song. Um, <laughs> You've heard of Sultans of Swing? Yeah, no, I know the group. I know. That's uh, Dire Straits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't this know the particular the, song. This is one of their minor major hits, I guess you'd call it. Something like that. A minor major or a major minor? Well, it or wasn't could be, the. Or could have it could have been Colonel. Well, <laughs> Lord. It was major, 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 major. Anybody who gets that, I'll give them, you know, a thousand geek points. But There you go. Um. Uh, so Mike was talking about his phone, but somebody else amongst us has gotten a different phone. 
Moi? Moi, yes. <laughs> Bring, bringing us into my topic. No, I got a, I picked up my, oops, my iPhone and 7. And she drops it. <laughs> I waited till I got back from my trip so I wouldn't have to deal with loading it and getting it all set. So this, I went from a 6 to a 7. So I don't have the 3D touch. And this was all new to me. And in certain cases, I hate it. <laughs> yep. I don't have it either. So neither one of you had. Okay. Nope. Nope. So, listeners, please correct me if I'm wrong. I can take it. One of the problems that I have with the 3D Touch is when you, all right, in, for you guys, when you want to delete a when you want to delete a photo, an attachment, or an image in a message, you can go to the person's. You you go to your conversation. You click on the little eye next to that person's name, and then it gives you a list of all their photos that they've sent that you've exchanged with them. You can click on one of the photos, and you can either delete it or click the more button, and you get these little circles at the bottom of each picture, and you just click on each one of them, and you can trash them or save them if you want. Right. You can't do that on the phone. All it does is when you hit it, when you push on it, it just, it just fills the screen. So I'm thinking, okay, I don't like this. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. So I looked on Google. I looked on Apple support. And as far as I can tell, the only way you can get rid of these photos or any kind of these images is you have to go through each conversation and keep scrolling backward and delete them one by one. Really? Like, that's what I found. And so that's why I'm saying, please, if there's something I'm missing, please tell me. No, this is photos in a text in a, In an iMessage, yes, correct. Okay, I miss. Right. On the phone. However, it still works as described on the iPad. Wow. Because it's not touch on the iPad, even though we're both running iOS 10. Right. So I checked it. I went into a conversation, and I was able to go, and and delete. So, right, for example... If I go in, let me try it again. Okay, like my son just sent me a Snapchat stupid picture about The Walking Dead. If I, yeah, I get. Don't tell him that people are dead. Yeah, I get, uh, I can't, it won't let me, it just shows how many pictures, like one of ten or whatever. I can, I can, um. Share it. I can send it another message. I can email it. I can keep it. I can print it. The usual stuff. But I can't get rid of it. There's no way to like select it and, and for a trash can. And I can't swipe either. I can't do the mm. like. There's a little thing at the lower right hand side that gives you like the whole list of photos there. Right. I can't just swipe it and say, "Well, let me get rid of it that way." It doesn't let me swipe. Mm, now mm. you're making me think I don't want an iPhone 7. <laughs> so that, that annoyed me because I said I looked it up, went to Apple support, and it said, go to the conversation and swipe through until you find the picture you want and then click on it and hit delete. Like, are you kidding me? That's the way it used to be a couple of iterations ago. Well, now I'm curious because I've got a friend that sends me videos all the time. 
I like the idea of seeing, you know, you get like 40 pictures from a conversation with someone, whether it's those emojis or whatever. And you can just go click, 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 delete. And, yeah, I would try it, but my poor phone is charging right now. doesn't want to. I must really let this thing die. But So if I'm wrong and there's a way of fixing it, please tell me. Yeah. Well, wasn't the magic of 3D touch that you're supposed to? It's supposed to give you more options. Well, no, 3D touch was that thing where you didn't have to actually open the app. You could long press on something and get the few extra options that, without opening the app and going through something like on your uh, mail app, you could hold it and you'd get open mail or something or open the most recent mail or something. I can't remember. I don't have 3D Touch, so I can't remember all the... Or you can text. Like if someone said, like you know how on your Mac, if someone sends you a text, you're working on something, and you have a text in the upper right-hand corner, you know, hey, you know, are you going to be podcasting tonight? Yep, see you, see you tonight. You don't have to open anything. You can just reply right there, right oh, there in that- the corner without opening the Messages app. Well, it's the same thing on the 3D Touch. You send me a text. It shows up on the screen. I can respond to it without actually going into the app itself. Unless so, I want to. I'm looking at Apple's uh, description of 3D Touch. Yeah, so you have the quick actions. And what they're showing yeah. is a you on Shazam. So you can do a search, uh, visual Shazam, auto Shazam. That's the, the for the people who do the music. Uh, what song is this app? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so without having to open it, you can d- go to the one that you want to. The action of the ones they give you, you can go to, strictly to the action. So you don't have to open it up and then go to it. The next one is Peak and Pop. Uh, let users preview all kinds of content and even act on it without having to actually open it. That's what Kevin was saying. Then right. they got Pressure Sensitivity for Drawing Apps. Um, okay. Yeah, you would think, even if there was a way that you could just see all your apps have a bunch of check marks, because... I don't remember doing it in iMessage, but I seem to remember doing that in something where you could pick a bunch of uh, pictures and just check mark them and then uh, do a bulk delete of some sort. Right. So, like, I don't know if you, well, I know listeners, you can't see. So, here's a bunch of pictures. Right. Okay. I have the same view on my phone, but if I just hold one down, you can see where it says copy, delete more. Right. Sure. And then if I hit more, that's when I get those little circles and I can just batch delete a whole bunch of these pictures. Or I can save them. I don't get that. If I hold down one of the pictures, it just pops open full screen. No, I oh, can't yeah. keep it. I can keep it in my photos if I choose to, but I can't delete it. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. But I can't do it with the 3D Touch. Maybe you should. T- you can turn off 3D Touch, I think, can't you? All right. Well, let me check. I think you can. I don't. I, again, I don't have anything that's that's enabled, so I can't do it. But I think. Oh, my stomach! Yeah, I heard wow. that. <laughs> Your stomach has an opinion. Yeah. I just. I haven't had a lot of time to really play. No, I know. Um, yeah. Let me see. Three. Uh, open. You got to go general to the accessibility. Scroll down to 3D touch. Okay. I was just there. General accessibility. And then there should be a little slider switch for 3D touch the way I'm seeing it. Okay, so let me turn it off and then see what happens. Yep, then I get the... Oh, wait a minute. Let me try it again. This is yep, exciting. Then, yep, 
And then it goes, and then, yeah, I turned it off, and then it goes back to... What you wanted. Right. Right. But I shouldn't have to turn that off anytime I want to delete a bunch of pictures. Well, I hope not. Yeah. So, folks, much like the earworm, Elisa has a problem with her touch. She had, her, her touch has become ungooed, and she needs, she needs help with it. I need help. <laughs> well, and you know what this means after, you know, talking about all these devices. We're just a bunch of phonies here. Phonies? No, my phonies. phonograph's over there. <laughs> my, pho- my phonograph is right over my shoulder yeah, here. Yeah, there you go. Here's another problem that it's I'm having finding. having an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> I have my Mac and my iPad set for my Gmail and my ISP mail to push the mail. So anytime an email comes through, it automatically sends. On my phone, I have it set to fetch. No, manual fetch. So it only, theoretically, it's only supposed to download if I open the mail app. Right. It now, whenever it feels like, downloads mail. I walk into my parents' house. My phone is already hooked onto their Wi-Fi. All this down, well, email downloads. I'll look over at my phone, and there's a number next to the mail. It downloads without me telling it to. I go back and I check the settings. Everything is off. Hmm. It's set for manual. Everything is off, but the mail is coming through anyway. And that's did, neither rain nor sleet. iOS or... 10 did not happen okay. before. So I don't know if that's iOS 10, the phone, or both. But so, I have everything set for, I'll, I'll let you know when I want my mail. Because so, I don't want to be out and about on data and have all this mail download. So I don't neither, need it. So neither rain nor sleet nor IS-10 shall prevent the, the arrival of the mail. That's right. I get my mail. <laughs> wow. Too bad the postal service isn't that good. But, um, <laughs> yeah, really. uh, but only on Wi-Fi, not on um, cellular. Yeah. Right. See? Okay. It's if all it was, on manual, manual. If it was doing it on your data plan, that would irritate me. because No, nope, it doesn't do up. it on data. It only does it on Wi-Fi. But the mm. point is, it should. it should only open. I should only get mail downloaded when I open the mail app. And my mail app is always closed. If I look at the mail on the phone, I look at it, and then I close the app. Well, see, it's the spirit of Steve Jobs. He's, he knows what's best for you, Elisa. You I must guess just, so. You must just learn to understand this, that, you know, you are not the master of your... I guess not. I'm not the master of my domain. domain. No, yeah. Not like you, right? <laughs> I figured that would set Kevin off. He's, he's... We're going to kill him one of these days. You I know. know. I'm he's thinking Kevin's going to have a heart attack because he's turning... He looks like a tomato right now. <laughs> he looks like one of those uh, Nintendo cubes we were looking at, or those N64s. About that shade of that fire orange one. Oh, it was okay to use it master of the domain. <laughs> yeah, anybody who's watched Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, Snigger with us. Yeah, there you oh, go. I'm out. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I'm out. <laughs> oh. I mean, Kevin, you and I have a problem with not liking the mail threading. Oh, my freaking God, that thing is <laughs> pissing me off. I find it more confusing. Well, all right, so let me let me back up. And give a little bit of background before I lose my ever-loving shit over this. The the mail threading, the way it worked before, and and this is mainly related to work is where I get a lot of threads. Uh, a little bit on the my Mac side of things, I get some threads, but that's no big deal. They're not there's not enough of those to worry about uh, for that. But 
before when there'd be like a thread at work. And, and folks, I am not kidding. When it is not uncommon for me to go into a meeting for an hour and come out and have a mail thread that's got 20 different mails in it. And that's not uncommon. It happens. That's just the way things work at my job. But the way it would be before, I'd look in my mail app and I'd see, you know, the first email would be so-and-so and then it might have one or two other names and then that's all I'd see. When I would touch that, it would scroll over and then I'd see individually, without opening them, every email in that thread. In other words, they weren't open, but it looked like the same thing as when you went into the mail app. But they were all there, and I could jump in and do however I wanted to to process all that. Worked great. It let me process mail when I was on vacation and had to on my iOS devices and everything. Well, now, Apple, in its infinite wisdom, has made it work more like the uh, threading does in Gmail, where it stacks them all together. Now, you can turn it, I know this, folks, you can turn it and make the newest one on top, and most people would say, well, that's the best way to do it. And you can make it uh, be the newest one on top. But no, I like to, and again, personal preference, I like to read the email the way I like to read it. I, and that was my workflow. It let me process stuff on my iPad or my iPhone. I could go through it jump into a chain if I thought at an appropriate point, you know, or read through the whole thing and not have it all collapsed or squished up. But now the way it does the threading, again, it does it like Gmail does threading. It's all collapsed together. It opens like one or two. And then if you try to open more than one message in the thread, then you try to scroll through it. It's a freaking mess. I mean, it is just an absolute mess. And frankly, for right now, I have turned off threading. I have just turned it the hell off. And I have to thank Clive Hammett for that. He was the one who suggested maybe you ought to just turn it off. I think it was Clive. It was either him or I'll have to go back and look. I forgot who told me to do that. Uh, but that's what I ended up doing. I just turned the damn thing off. It was it was just too big a pain in the butt. And I'm actually out now looking because the Mail app or Mail.app, whatever you want to call it on iOS, has always worked for me. I've heard people bitch and moan about it ever since we've had it. And I kept thinking, why is this such a problem? It works perfectly for me. I have no problems. Well, tried in iOS 10, and I'm screwed, screwed, glued, and tattooed. So without any love goo. But you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just aggravating as hell. And I, why did they have to mess with it? And if they're going to mess with it, give us a chance to put it back the old way if we want to. The threading that they've put in there, whether you have newest on top or oldest on top, and the way the messages all come together, and because I get a lot of email, especially for work, that have legal disclaimers and all that kind of stuff that, just because of the nature of my job, I get, it just makes it a royal freaking nightmare for me to process my mail now. So I had to, I gave up. I just literally gave up, and I just put, uh, no, it was Chris. I'm sorry, it wasn't Clive. It was Chris that told me just to turn it off, and... Thank you, Chris, because that's what the hell I did. I just turned it off. Well, you were talking about post uh, postbox, right? That's on. I've done postbox on my Mac. That's what I'm using for right. uh, most of my mail on the Mac. I am going to try postbox on the iPhone. In the this week, just because I've gotten so thread up, fed up with it, I have loaded. I'm trying to look here, what email apps I've loaded? <laughs> I've tried Spark. I have tried Outlook. 
I have tried Blue Mail. And I need to try Postbox. That's the only one I haven't tried of the ones I've suggested. But I'm just going to keep scrolling through to see if I can find something. I don't particularly care. As much as I like Outlook on the PC, I don't really care for Outlook on the uh, on the phone. It's it's okay. It's, it's, um, not, it's not that see, that's great. What, that's what I was using on the iPhone. And then when I switched over to the, uh, the Android phone, I, I'm going to keep using Outlook because... Part of it, uh, the school is a Microsoft Exchange. I figure just work easier on that. And I do have the Gmail app on my phone, but I don't like the way Gmail does it because, oh, yeah, it'll split it up into those folders, which I guess I could maybe turn them off. But I just find that kind of irritating. Uh, I just want it to come in in the order that it comes in. And so... I don't use the Gmail app. I just I'm going to go with Outlook, and if something else tickles my fancy, and I'm not the you, you know you're the more heavy duty email user than I am. I just get a, a lot of it is uh, lists I subscribe to, or you know uh, junk mail stuff that I get, or sales stuff I'm interested. In. Some from school uh, about different things, but it, I'm not. Uh, I don't need a heavy-duty app, just something that I can kind of see what comes in, uh, be able to delete it quick if I know it's nothing important, and just be able to scroll through and read the rest. But, yeah, where you have to do, you know, especially this whole threading thing is really starting to eat at you. Um, and the fact that you just can't do it your way. I mean, you know, you want the Burger King. Uh, maybe Burger King has a uh, mail app, you know, do it your yeah. way. Special orders don't upset us. <laughs> yeah. See, I remember these things. yeah. We tried to forget, but they'll stick with us even after we've forgotten everything else. Yeah. Thank, thank you, advertising. Anyway, but again, but, uh, it, it it's just it's annoying as hell. Like I said, I've been looking at different mail apps. I think I actually tried one other one now that I recall back, and I don't remember which one it was. But I do have Spark and Outlook and Blue Mail on here, and was actually, it Mailbox. I, there's Postbox, which I want to try. There's there are more than I thought there were out there, and. None of them work just the way I want them to work. That's the problem. You know, well, and again, I'm being picky. I understand that. But that's the threat. Like I said, I just gave up. I turned off threading. I'm done with it for now until I can find something that will work in a more logical way. And this is this is the same type of thing I went through with OneNote versus Evernote. People say, oh, i got to use Evernote. Got to use Evernote. Evernote blows my freaking mind with the way it tries to do stuff. OneNote works with the way my brain works. Elaine Giles and I have talked about this innumerable times. I've done two or three shows with her on it. Two shows, I think, of Mac Bytes with, you know, this is the way my brain works. One note fit works with my brain. So, you know, that's that's my threading problem. Elisa, what is yours? I just don't like the way it looks. <laughs> well, I mean, that's really what boils down to me. I don't like the way it looks. You know, but I decided to keep it just... Because I think it's going to get to the point where we're not going to have that option to turn it off. So I'm keeping it just so I can start getting used to it. Well, let's see. I have been trying to get used to it because I've had iOS 10 on my phone for, I think I waited a week after it came out, maybe. Did I wait even that long? I don't remember. I don't think I waited very long uh, before I put iOS 10. I think it was, no, it was the first weekend it was out is when I put it on there. And I'm still having problems with certain things. The the I still do the swipe to unlock. I'm trying to get past, I'm getting better, but I'm I'm trying to get past that. I mean, there's just some other things that they've changed in iOS that are 
annoying me. And I've only converted two of my three main iOS devices over to iOS 10. My iPad Air 2 I haven't done yet. Um, just because I just don't want that extra frustration for whatever reason. So, uh, Did you say you tried Spark? Yep. Tried okay. Spark. Spark, Outlook, and Blue Mail are the three I've tried this week. Okay. Well, I was just looking here. They've got... Um, this is from Macworld. Best email apps for iPhone, iPad, 2016 edition. They say Spark, and then runner-up is AirMail. Uh, I, not- I, I need to try that. I have AirMail the, on my uh, desk. Okay. Um, and like I say, I'm not taking the time to read what their criteria is. Um, it says for the best for minimalists is Cloud Magic. Um, for professionals, Outlook. For Gmail, uh, I guess they're saying use the I/O or Inbox. Is that? Oh, Inbox. Oh, yeah, uh, Gmail. Yeah, that I never, I tried that a long time ago. Didn't like that. All right. Yeah. Best for getting things done. Dispatch. Hmm. Um, Send me the link to that article. I'll have to sure. check that out. Yeah, this... like say I just. Two seconds of Googling here um, suddenly makes me an instant expert or something. Uh, but I can read I can read other people. Yeah, it's like most of the Internet. Uh, I can read other people's stuff, though. So, Well, what I need to do is also, I know Lifehacker recently published an article uh, on mail, you know, the best mail apps for iOS, the best mail apps for Android, and the best desktop mail apps, and so on and so forth. But... Yeah, I, I'm st- and I'm still loving Postbox on my on my uh, Mac. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, like I said, they, you know, the UI got uh, twenty four dollars out of me in a heartbeat. So <laughs> it, it worked very well. Their advertising uh, worked uh, extremely well on me. But um, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. So I've just had a frustrating week. Week. I I just I finally got frustrated with mail. To the point I couldn't decide what to do with it anymore, so I said, I put it out there on Twitter how much it was pissing me off, and that's when I heard back from Clive and Chris and uh, uh, Mark Dalton. Um, I think he was the one that suggested Spark, or he suggested Airmail. I can't remember what he suggested. I'd have to go back and look through my Twitter stream. Um, Spark, the problem I'm having is it won't connect to our Exchange server. And it won't give me a way to go in to change the to do the advanced settings. So, I mean, I know all the settings. I know how to make it work. I got it to work with every other mail app I've tried. So, it's like, ah. But, I'll, you know, what is it? Serenity now. Serenity now. <laughs> Serenity now. Serenity now. There you go. So, okay, enough of me ranting. We're going to move away from ranting because we don't want to be too Markish. Hmm. So I have a question for both of you guys. Yes. No, maybe. Okay, definitely. <laughs> we Apple has announced an upcoming event on the 27th to, as I believe it even says, they're going to be introducing new Macs, or that's the speculation. Excitement, don't care, indifference, um, bullshit. If I, if I had the money, I might be yeah. excited. Yeah. I don't, so it's just kind of like, I'll see what they say. I'm really kind of hoping that, you know, they will do, and I've been hoping this for a couple of years now, and that's why I bought my old Mac Mini. I didn't buy one of the new ones. I'm kind of hoping they'll have a mea copa and say, well, we know we kind of screwed up and we neutered the old uh, Mac Mini, so we're going to go back and we're going to put Core i7 um, 
quad you know, core. Quad cores in there. Um, it would be nice. I wouldn't hold my breath. It would be nice and say, yeah, and we know you guys like to buy, you know, a starter, uh, uh, start at the low end and add your own stuff. So we'll let you put memory in it and maybe do a few things. I wouldn't, again, wouldn't hold my breath because they kind of like sealing those babies up. And so, you know, it's better for the bottom line. You know, you, you know, you're going to need that little bit bigger Mac. So you just, or, you know, you're going to need more storage or whatever. So just buy more. None of this buy something and add it later nonsense. So, uh, I'm not holding my breath there. You know, um, and I kind of decided I, I bought my MacBook back here, and I never really used it the way I thought. So I don't know if I'll get – if I get one – if I get a portable computer, it might be like a MacBook Air or something low-end, that better battery. Life. I don't know if I would go to MacBook Pro anymore. But I right now, my Mac Mini that I bought this summer is still fine, um, still working good. Um, so, yeah, I'm in uh, – I am – but, I mean, it will determine what happens going forward. So I'm going to – pay attention and see what they do say. And like I said, I am hoping that they will introduce some innovative things and not just, you know, maybe taking the headphone jack out of it or whatever they might do with this. <laughs> or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, something innovative. Uh, I don't think, uh, no, they already in introduced uh, the uh, Sierra. So I don't think it'd be anything with the operating system. I suppose it'll be hardware and just... Um, you know, maybe, hey, we got this, this uh, sheet of paper, so now it will blow away in the wind. I mean, I don't, they have this thing about thinness, too, but. Um, Which is I, counterintuitive for me. Yeah, because I prefer something, not necessarily thick, but it feels, um, Kevin. Um, but I do like something that is. Now you got me. I I don't. I have to be very careful what I say so as not to set you off and have a, you have a heart attack. But I do like something that you know yeah, it feels substantial. <laughs> yes, yeah. we yes. all like to have something that feels substantial. Yes, there we go. But I'm fun, fun, Sure. Yeah. Uh, like, but I mean, I, I the one thing I've heard is they're talking about doing away with the 11 inch MacBook Air. Yeah, I was gonna say, Mike, you might not be able to get that. Well, well there's still the 13 inch yeah. MacBook Air. Right. No, I thought all the MacBook Airs. Oh, I thought it just—it said just the 11, but you know, I guess potential is for either or both. Yeah, I'm just looking through some rumor sites. Yeah, some feeds right now. Well, I, you know, to 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 elaborate on what you were saying, like I can see them maybe do a Mia Copa and put a better CPU in the in the MacBook or the right. uh, Mac Mini. Right. I don't see them ever no. making that open up again, so uh, easily openable. So that you can uh, put your own memory in it. Well, yeah, because they look at the bottom line, and so they want people to um, go up. You know, that's why they put the low-end stuff in there, so that it will satisfy people. But they, you know, you, you'll probably need a better processor. You may need more, you know, storage. You may, you know, so they want you to trade up, and it's not, not going to make it easy for you, because then you have to buy the more expensive things. And, um I don't know if Apple's memory has gotten more in line because there used to be a big discrepancy. It was cheaper for you to go out and buy it than it was to get the machine with it in it. Um, it's a little better now. I think it's it's closer. It's a lot closer than it was. I mean, like 16 gigs is to go from 8 to 16 is not a tremendous price increase. Uh, I think it's like 200 bucks if I remember right, on most machines. But, you know, it's still... 
It's a slight premium, but not much. But I mean, really, the only machine that you can upgrade the RAM in easily anymore is a 7-inch iMac. And that would be the only reason that I wouldn't buy a Mac Mini is because I couldn't upgrade the RAM. Uh, I think I'm running, um, I guess, because this one started out with 4, and now it's got 16 gigs of RAM in it. And I actually, whenever I have some spare cash and think about it, it'll probably get bumped to 32 gigs of RAM. Um, but again, this Mac, my iMac's uh, five and a half years old. It does everything I need it to do for the most part, so I don't see me doing anything anytime soon because they haven't aged it off where it can't take the new OSs. So, yeah. I mean, as far as what else they might introduce, I mean, I'll be curious. I don't see myself buying, even if I bought a MacBook, a hot, you know, MacBook, MacBook Pro or anything, I wouldn't be buying on the upper end of the scale anyway because I wouldn't use it as much my Mac. Uh, my Mac is my primary Mac. Uh, I use the iPad Air for a lot of my portable needs. So if I got a MacBook or a MacBook Pro, it'd be on the low end. It would be something I would take to work just to have a Mac to use at work as opposed to my Windows machine, because there are just some things I can do 10 times faster on a Mac than I can on a Windows. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I'm always curious. I love the new hardware. Every once in a while, I think it'd be nice to have a MacBook Pro, but with the expense, I just can't justify just getting one, especially if it's not a primary machine, you know? Right. And, you know, I've discovered that, yeah, I got this one with, several ideas in mind and it really hasn't worked out and when my wife and i go somewhere like we go to a motel and stay overnight i'll take my surface with me because it's small it'll do what i want um i'm not doing anything too heavy duty on there so it meets all my needs uh so and you know the price on that isn't too bad um yeah, so if they had, it might be like a low-end MacBook Air or whatever it ends up having now if they get rid of those. I, I probably don't need a full-fledged, you know, MacBook of any sort. I'm not, I thought maybe once upon a time I'd do photo stuff on there, but really I don't do that. I'm not a Photoshop person. I don't do anything that heavy-duty on there. So I think a MacBook Air, if I got, you know, anything at all, would probably suffice for for my needs. Yeah, I guess if they were to come out with the machine I really wanted, I'd like a MacBook Air 17-inch, please. Yeah, bigger is better. Yeah, even even though I have new glasses and I can see much better, um, and Mike, you're a little disturbing with these new glasses on, by the way. The, uh, it's the love goo. Yeah, it's the goo. <laughs> we're not letting it go, Mike. One of these days, I'm just going to get a shirt that says goo on it. I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna get you a custom T-shirt that says, Watch out for my love goo. <laughs> yeah, we're at the school and there's some splaining to do. You got some splaining to do, Lucy. <laughs> mm, yes. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, again, I'm more, if I was going to buy a MacBook, like if I were going to go buy a MacBook now, I'd probably buy the what's still available, that 13-inch that's non-retina and all that, because at that size screen, I'm not going to be able to tell the retina or not. I mean... Plus, they kicked the resolution up so high, I wouldn't be able to see the damn icons anyway. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what they come out with. Um, but I don't know. There will, probably won't be anything that I'll be jonesing for so hard. I'll try to figure out how to buy anything anytime soon. Does that make I guess that makes sense. Yeah, sure. How about, how about you, Elisa? Not in the market. The compu- I've, I've got a, this is a MacBook Pro, 512 gigs of hard drive with um, 
eight gigs of RAM. This Saturday, it'll be three years old. So you're pretty good. Actually, I bought it three years ago this Saturday, but it needed to be repaired twice. It was a lemon. Yeah, it was a lemon. So in May, so I bought it in 2013. It was my husband's birthday, but I got the present. So (laughs) by the time in May, they wanted to give me a new one in January. And I said no because I hadn't backed it up yet because that's that's how I found the problem. I'd gone out and I was going to say, okay, when I came home, I'm going to back this thing up. It's been a couple of weeks. It just it was just dead. Oh, I remember you talking about that on Three Geeky yeah. Ladies. It was just dead. So when I brought it to the Apple Store, they said, well, we can give you a new one. I'm like, no, I haven't backed this one up. So you need to just put in a new hard drive, and that's or not a new hard drive, a new um, logic board. And they said, well, it's going to be like a week. I was like, oh, shaking, you know, not having it back. But they fixed it, and then it happened again. And then I said, give me a new computer. So in May of 2014 is now technically this physical computer. So they just changed my uh, AppleCare. With it. Yeah. So now my AppleCare is in May. So I already told my husband, his Windows computer is actually it's like six or seven years old now. But it is the biggest PETA. And I said to him, when this computer dies, you're getting my computer and I'm getting whatever's new. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. So give me the hand-me-downs. I was like, my computer's better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> my computer better than yours. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. I said, no, no, really. I just said to him, I said, I can't deal with the Windows anymore. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm having to support some Windows 10 devices for family and uh, here in the house and other stuff and i'm getting really sick and tired of well it. he still has seven thank god but well, i've got know, seven ten when you know he went through the, de- the the debacle that microsoft just started installing windows 10 and thankfully we were able to get it right like just as it's about to start we're like no <laughs> no so i was able to like get that taken care of but sometimes he'll have an update and he'll he'll let it go overnight and in the morning it's still updating he can't get it to start he can't get it to shut down i was like i can't take this i said it takes me like 10 seconds my computer restarts yeah no i um i it's just a pain in the butt but actually for my non-mac uses is i'm gonna try i don't know how successful i'll be to switch everything over to some flavor of linux i'm probably gonna do uh uh, mate, Ubuntu Mate, or Ubuntu Mate, however you say it, which is what I put on that old laptop I have upstairs. Looks a lot like a Mac when you boot it up. I mean, it even has the dock and everything like that, so that'll make it much easier for me to support people. So that's that's what I'm going to try to slowly make that transition. Actually, for some of the stuff, probably for everything but what my wife does, I could probably switch them all to Chromebooks or Chromeboxes and they do everything in the browser. They're not really loading anything on the computers. Or they're not running that much on them. Because I'm even considering switching my father-in-law over. Because he'll have stuff. I mean, he's. I mean, he used a computer a lot when he was working, and he since he's retired, he has stayed fairly up to date with it. I mean, I'm not going to say he's the most computer literate, but for somebody in their mid 70s, he's way more literate than a lot of people are at that age with a computer. Um, and he'll call me to come over and fix things. We were over there the other night, and I forgot what was going wrong, and I had to fix it. He said something wasn't right, and, I, and then I found some stupid update that was stuck, a .NET framework update that was stuck, and I got that pushed through and got it running, because he's running Windows 10 now, too. Oh, so horrible. So, but, 
you know, it's it's okay. But I told him, I said, next time we do you a new computer, I think, Pop, what we're going to do is we're just going to get you a Chromebook. Because he does all his mail in a web browser, or 90% of his mail in a web browser. He's just getting on a few sites where he's looking up some information or something because he's into classic cars. You know, and that's really about it. He doesn't do much else. So what does he need a, you know, a full-blown Windows 10 machine? Right. A, cro- a Chromebook would suit him just fine. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I don't know where I'm going to go, but tis what it is. All right, folks. Well, I think before we before we wrap up, we need to go through our picks this week. And just because I feel like it, I'm going to make Mike start. Hey, and I didn't blow it this time. Um, true. For the first yeah. time in weeks. Yeah, I, I didn't have a, a premature pick this week. So anyway, um, don't even go there. No, I just <laughs> I'm tempting fate now. And um, <laughs> you're going to kill Kevin. Just... I know. Yeah, he's he's holding it back. If he wakes he's... up dead tomorrow, it's your fault. Wakes up dead. I got to mull that <laughs> phrase over in my head. <laughs> to to um, yeah. Now we okay. See, here's your episode of the the Walking Dead. It'll be Kevin. He'll wake up tomorrow morning dead, and then it'll all be my fault, and he'll be the living. Okay, anyway. Okay, my pick, getting back on topic here, is something I'm being slightly altruistic. Uh, I would like to have it at work, but uh, this is a uh, Husky 52-inch nine-drawer mobile workbench. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, this is something I'd like to have at work because you know we got to go to classrooms, especially during the summertime, and work on different things, and I'm always. You know, you get you need a tool. You got to walk back. You got to get. I'm ignoring you guys. I'm soldiering on. Anyway, you got to walk back and forth to the classroom. It'd just be nice to have a mobile workstation with a top on it that you can put stuff on and work on it and fix it and have all your tools and parts and everything handy there. And um, it's uh, and this falls. It's like you know two dollars over because you had set the limit of five hundred to six fifty. And this one comes in uh, at five oh five. Well, 505, yeah, 505.02 even. Um, what the so hell the point oh two is for? <laughs> I, I don't know, uh, because some bean counters somewhere decided they could up their profits. But um, uh, we've upped our profits up yours. Um, but <laughs> that's an old Smothers Brothers joke. But anyway. Bum, bum. Um, yeah, but this looks like the kind of thing that I really wished I could, you know, kind of convince the business manager. And it's not that she's a, uh, a nice lady, but I mean, we do have budget constraints we got to work with. And I don't think I could quite justify this. So that's why it's on my wish list, you know, not for me, but for the school, because I would end up using it. But it's, like I say, it's nice. It's got nine drawers there, and I had plenty of room for the stuff that we have. And if I could lock it up so I could keep people from borrowing stuff all the time, that would just make me happy. Yes. You know what it needs, though, that would make it complete? A whip antenna? uh, That and a motor, so you could ride it around. Well, I see, you're only half kidding, because we we replaced the bleachers in the gym this year, and the old bleachers had this bleacher puller, which was like uh, big wheels, an electric motor, and a gearbox, and the chain that you would pull it out with. So all I'd have to do is just... Put uh, take the uh, AC motor off. Put a uh, DC motor on there. A couple batteries. I could just hook this thing up to this thing, and then I could just uh, drive it around with that. You jest, but I'm serious. <laughs> I picture you standing on top of it like a surfer, you know, going down the halls, and then the first exit sign you come to, whack! <laughs> Cowabunga, dude! And there's love goo all over the floors. So. 
No, just Mike all over the floor. No more goo. Yeah, no more goo. Goo gone. <laughs> hey, we actually use that. That's an actual product. I know oh it God. is. Yeah, yeah you, somebody will probably send me a case and say, here, use it. Yeah, or a case of Sugaru. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. So, mm. All right, Miss Pacelli, since we've uh, made you laugh and made you turn red, too, a couple of times. Mine's dull, I have to admit. I've packed on some pounds. When, when you are on a cruise, and when I say that I ate 20,000 calories for dinner every night, I am not kidding. We, we ate like every meal was our last. We, we ended up, it was my husband and I on the cruise, and we, we met a couple of other, two other couples that we ended up hanging out with the whole week. We had dinner together every night, breakfast, and we ate, for six of us, we probably ate like there was 14 of us. <laughs> combine combine that with my sugar getting to almost diabetic level, I need to lose some weight. And a, I think it was in 2010, a friend and I did, uh, we joined a gym and we did private uh, training, personal training lessons. No, less, well, personal training sessions, not lessons. And I ended up losing a couple of pounds and ate a little bit better. So that's what I would pick is I would do, it's $25 for half an hour. If I did two a week for like 10 weeks, you know, there's there's $500. Yeah, no, that's true. But yeah. I can't do that because I pay $200 a year to go to the gym. <laughs> but it may come to that, that I might have to start even once a week meeting with someone and, you know, take, starting to take this stuff seriously. I think you should get into the uh, strongest woman competition. You know, get some of those big truck tires you see people flipping down the roads and stuff like that. I think that's where. What the hell was that? Spooks. Something fell somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what fell. It was Any... all those iPods. No, that's the one thing that didn't fall. What the hell fell? Oh, I do too now. Oh, shit. Now I got that to clean up. Anyway. <laughs> um. So, yeah, no, that's, that's good. I mean, we all do need to take better care of ourselves so that we don't have heart attacks when we start talking about the love goo problems. So. That's right. And diabetes runs in my family. So. Mm. so. Slow it down to a walk and it'll be better. So I need to stop eating the carbs. Yeah, without carbs, I'd be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's, my li- that's, that's, that's my livelihood. It's just carbs. I've been very good about not eating cookies, and though I did have some ice cream tonight. I had some Haagen-Dazs. But a little bit. And I put raspberries on top. Was it good? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Das ist gut, yeah. Belgian chocolate. Ah, das ist very gut, meinen Freund. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, meinen Freund, very gut. And, and you see, my problem is I've never met a sweet I didn't like. That's so. the problem. I Like I told my husband tonight, I said, you have no idea how difficult it's been for me not to make the brownies that are calling from the, from the cabinet. They're saying, Elisa, come here. Come here. But I have no, uh, brownies are my favorite. I have no self-control. I'm not the kind, like like with Oreos, which would be my last meal. I can't just take an Oreo. I have to eat the entire bag. So I don't buy them. Yeah, that's, that's, they don't, Oreos don't last long around here either, but everybody here, just about everybody here likes them. So it's like we, we tried some of the key lime Oreos over the summer. They were wonderful. Really? I love key lime. They lasted I don't know, it was, it was almost 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we were, that was when we were on our trip to Gettysburg. And it's like, my wife opens up, look, I got everybody a treat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've never eaten before. Five people. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just me by myself. Oh yeah. No, this is, this is five of us. So I guess that's a little bit better, but anyway. <laughs> so, okay. So Elisa does that. I'm looking more towards the entertainment side of things. Um, not that I would do this because I don't really have a place to set it up, but I've still I'm in I've been thinking I need a full home theater sound system. One because I've got again I'm plugging so much crap into my TVs I'm running out of ports on them. So what I have picked is the Yamaha YHT five nine two zero UBL home theater in a box. E I E I O. That's yeah, these names that just roll off the tongue. And Yamaha's a brand that I've always had good luck with. I know they're not the premier brand anymore that they were maybe at one time. And Mark's probably yelling at me, da, 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 you need to buy the XR seven nine six two one spoon fed chip for whatever <laughs> yeah, bless his heart, he knows his stuff inside and out. And he could probably give me a better recommendation, but this is one that I it looked good, it has decent ratings and all that and it's, I like the size, the way it looks. The speakers are not huge, you know, because I don't want something too obtrusive if I was going to do a home theater. And one of the main reasons I want to do this is because I don't know if you guys have noticed, and we've talked about this on the show. Mark gave me some explanations. Uh, but a lot of times in movies with the built-in speakers and stuff that are in the TVs, the music will overpower the, the actual dialogue in the movie because mm-hmm. it's not separated into the right channels. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like, oh, that drives us crazy. I mean, now, what was the movie we were watching not too awful long ago and it happened? It was like, ugh, it was annoying, but you know what it is. I mean, we were watching the new Ghostbusters Friday night, I guess it was. Yeah, Friday night we watched the new Ghostbusters and we didn't have that trouble, but we've had a lot of recent movies where we've had that trouble, been watching them on TV, and the music, which should just be in the background, is overpowering the sound and you can barely hear the the dialogue coming from the actors. So my attempt to fix that would be to put one of these in. Plus then I'd get 150,000 more HDMI ports to, uh, to put plug game systems into. Cause then I'd have to have a PS4 and an Xbox one an Xbox 360, a PS3. And you know, I'd have to have everything to fill up all my HDMI ports. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> they can't be lonely. That's right. You can't leave. Oh, poor little HDMI port. Plug that in. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is you have to fill all your holes in. Yeah, but mm, no, Mike, you're not going to sucker me in this time. <laughs> I have something been... to say, but I'm just like, Shh. yeah, you're the smartest of us. This is this is PG. We'll keep it PG. There you go. Now I'm picturing Mike in his PJs. Out, 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 out. <laughs> better than I the am... mankini. Yeah, better I... than the mankini. <laughs> well, yeah. Because I was going to say, I take my PJs with me wherever I go. Oh, dear. This could devolve really fast. Yeah. So, folks. You mean it hasn't? Yeah. It could get a lot worse. I, I think on that note, we'll, we'll ease towards the end of things here, folks. Oh, God. Uh, the tears. Uh, yeah. Ease or run screaming to the exit. <laughs> One or the other. Whichever you choose. Exit at your, exit at your own speed. <laughs> oh, Lisa. What's wrong? Putting up the stop sign. <laughs> 
<laughs> all these things are going through my head. It's like, no, stop. Don't. I, I can I can almost hear them from all the way from your house to mine. <laughs> I, do, I know Melissa's screaming. She I, probably I, thought I, she I think I here. hear her. Oh, I'm sure. Well, she's probably still screaming from the Stranger Things conversation from a few weeks ago, too. So, But we'll leave that alone. Elisa, why don't you tell the good folks where they can find more about your weirdness? Hmm. Was I just insulted? No, no, no. It's a compliment. <laughs> On this show, that's a compliment. <laughs> you can find me at 3geekyladies.com, number three spelled out. This podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. And on Twitter, I'm at Sensei Dai. Yes, folks, go over and have a listen. I think I'm two episodes behind at present because I know I just put another one or two on my iPod. So I've listened to Victor's episode. And I don't remember what the, I got them out of order somehow, but I know I've listened to the Victor. And what was the other one after that? I can't remember. But anyway, go listen to Three Geeky Ladies if you haven't, folks. It's a great show. Uh, three ladies that really know their crap. And uh, well, I couldn't think of a better word. Know their stuff. I, you know, I can't say that about. Suze and Vicky, because, you know, I don't want to offend the lady. So, Elisa, I know well enough. I know she's not easily offended, so that's okay. Okay. <laughs> so, we're good. I'm, I'm getting tongue tied here, and I'm going to get the hell out. Mike, how about you? Well, when, yeah, when we're not, I'm trying to fluster you here, or my evil plan to heal Melissa by making her get so angry that she's got to get better and come back here and chew her butts off. Um, if uh, otherwise, if you want to uh, hear of my subversiveness, you can go over to uh, Twitter um, and follow me. Uh, I'm DSC Chipman, and I have an about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M C P E E K. Yes. And his love goo stays right here, though. Yeah. Yes. His love goo is exclusive to Geekiest Show ever. We're the goo exclusives. <laughs> And everyone's saying, thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can check me out on Twitter where I post most of my ramblings at twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or about.me forward slash Kevin Alder links over to that. Folks, if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com and reviews and comments and iTunes are always welcome. Thank you to all of you that have done those for us. And if... And if I could remember what the hell I was just going to say, we'd be much better off. Anyway, folks, if uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show and, and as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, despite all our little side ramblings and, and our, our goo corners that we've gone around, uh, we hope it's, it's been as enjoyable for you as it has for us. Folks, if you do nothing else between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hey, Siri. Could you read the Three Geeky Ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Suse and Vicky. Suse says, Hello, everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Suse, what about the iOS camera? Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Suse, and Vicky in unison. Then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast. Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the MyMac Podcasting Network.